Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our very special guest, part of a continuing series with Dr. Pamela Gums. Dr. Pam, as she is more commonly known as, is the head of United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California. And uh, we keep uh, going back to her and finding out different information on on so many different things, but uh, so much on COVID. And uh, it's probably about time that we get a little update on COVID and where we stand. Dr. Pam, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Um, I was thinking about COVID lately. And we're finding out only about 11% of the people have gotten the latest booster shot. But... Uh, Nationwide, we've had 280,000 cases a week, wow. and we're getting 2,022 deaths per week. Well, that's, that's but the most surprising thing I found out was that in correctional and detentional facilities, they had a total of 885 deaths. And I can't understand why that would be. Uh, why would they would have so many deaths in a jail system? Uh, would you would you give the number again of how many deaths a week we're we're experiencing? Nationwide, we're, we're experiencing two thousand two hundred and twenty-two deaths a week. You know that's that's a tremendous number, and that that's got to be up from where we were uh, in the summer, let's say. I got to believe. Well, it is high, but um, it is quite high. But I, I thought it was. <laughs> I was more. I was more um, shocked at the um, at the jail system, mm-hmm. our correctional facilities. Uh, how how they um, why there were so many deaths in there? They said um, going into jail. I would think that I guess when one enters a jail system, if I'm going if I'm going to visit an inmate, I guess they don't check to see if you had the COVID shots. It's amazing. I mean, if you uh, if you if you think about it, the one place in the world more than anywhere that you would have control over COVID would be uh, would be in a jail system, and anybody that wants to visit you assume that they would be. Um, subject to a, a test, to a, um, a a COVID test, and if they if they don't test negatively, that uh, you know they're just not coming in. Um, <clears throat> I you know I can't imagine they're worried about offending anybody at the uh, at the jail system level. And again, that's not to say that those people don't have rights, but uh, if you would think any one place in the world <clears throat> would have control over over COVID and what goes on in inside and out. Uh, you would think it would be the jail system or the penal system. That's that's true. They 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 were they were um, blaming it on the where the jail system was located. If it was a high um, a high risk area, the people who live in that area, uh, therefore the employees can can come into the system. And they could, they not only knowing that they have COVID, they could transmit it to the to, to the inmates. 
yeah, just uh, you know, unbelievable to me that it <clears throat> that it could have that uh, that effect. Are, are they saying that there's going to be a, a additional uh, an additional response to to lower that number? Uh, if you ask me, I mean, it's uh, it, it's something that uh, you know should cause alarm and maybe you know because if if you start spreading in the penal system. Um, you could, uh, you know, you can clearly have a a brand new uh, leg to the pandemic uh, because they're on top of each other. Well, that's 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 what they're going to have to. They're going to have to make it a priority. They said to um, make sure that uh, masks are used and that the kitchen staff and cleanup crew are also vaccinated. Yeah. And we're afraid that there might be, in such a big, a large area, there could be what they call a mutation of the virus, and they could end up with a, um, with something that was resistant to vaccine that we currently have. Just, yeah, just unbelievable. I mean, every time I talk to you, uh, we find out something, or, or you point out something that, um, that I never would have even thought about. I wouldn't even have thought about the. Uh, the penal system. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pamela Gums is our very special guest. Uh, please binge listen to everything that we've been doing uh, along uh, the years and last couple of years and uh, a documentary on Dr. Pam. You, you can see that. And um, and it's, uh, her career has just been remarkable. Uh, awards and accolades all over. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pam once again is our very special guest. I, going back to uh, what you were just uh, talking about there, um, I've got to wonder. You know, and you, when you mention mutations, uh, it, you know that's a frightening thought, but it is a realistic thought. I mean, if you're uh, if you're in a, an enclosed area like that, um, you know something tells me. Uh, you know something tells me all types of things uh, could happen. Are, are you? Uh, are you currently servicing any uh, any anyone in the penal system? Do you uh, uh, no? You you don't you don't handle that. I uh, know. Thank goodness, no. no right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a, a jail anywhere close? A penitentiary anywhere close? I think I think there's still one on 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 uh, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember the name of the um uh into T um. Oh, I can't remember the name of the island in San Francisco. Um, yeah, well, you're you're, you're not. Uh, you, we're not talking about Alcatraz, right? There's nothing. Uh, well, I, I imagine that's been closed for a while, right? I think so. I thought, I thought there was another one on the other side. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that that's just it, though. I mean, when you uh, when you talk about the penal system, when you talk about um, that, I, it, you you would think that they would have that nailed down well maybe they say hey that's not a lot um maybe when you're getting somebody uh, to come in i just can't i can't see the possibility of not uh not testing everybody beyond belief uh, i can't walk into my uncle's uh rehab my uncle's in rehab and he by the way he had covid uh in the rehab not long ago he was asymptomatic and it, it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad but it's spread throughout this rehab. Uh, he's in a place called the Luxor in uh, in in Mill Mill Pond, 
in uh, you know Smithtown, New York, and you know I go to see him you know four or five times a week over there. My eighty-five-year-old uncle, and <clears throat> they make me take a test before I come in. At this point, they have uh, they have rapid tests right in the front, and they uh, and they you know make you take a test. I guess you could cheat and say you didn't that you took it, and they don't really look at it. But they do make you take a test before you walk into the place. I I, I can't believe that a jail system uh, would be any less uh, restrictive than a uh, uh, than, than a rehab uh, with with elderly people in it. Well, they're saying that the deaths, um, I guess the weekly deaths are about 3,400. Wow. Yeah, it's just a big, it's just a big number. I mean, 3,400, I mean, a much bigger number than I thought. I mean, it's nothing like what we saw in the beginning, but 3,400 a week. I mean, you know, let's face it, you're talking about, you know, almost 14,000, 15,000 people per month. 150,000 per year uh, or more. <clears throat> I, you know, I, don't know how, I don't know how good my math is, but, um, you know, that's that's still a lot of death when we talk about coronavirus and uh, and COVID-19. It's, um, uh, you know, I know things are getting better, but uh, that's a lot of death. Well, it is. Like I said, I said nationwide, they had um, 647 thousand residents but 238,000 staff so the staff is about one third of the um, residents in as far as deaths are concerned that is um, full of mind-blowing uh, so I think I think I think they're gonna start taking a, a closer look at what, what they're doing to prevent COVID from um, entering into the facilities from now on. Yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us or if you're just turning on your radio or turning on your uh, your computer and joining us midway through, Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Dr. Pamela Gums is our guest. Dr. Pam, as she is known, is our, our guest each and every week and uh, binge listen to everything that we've been doing. Frank McKay here with Dr. Pamela Gums. It, when uh, it, you're in a unique situation, where you know over at United Pharmacy, um, it, you you can actually gauge how many people are coming in, and uh, and getting the booster shot. Um, you would think that everyone that uh, was planning on getting vaccinated has uh, has been vaccinated, um, and the ones that aren't are simply just you know uh, never will. Uh, are you giving a lot of vaccines out per week? Okay, hi. We, we are not giving any shots at all here. Uh, we're surrounded by CVS, Walgreens, and they're giving out on a regular basis. Uh, so we're letting them do it, basically. All right. But even with booster shots, like I said, only 11% of the people in the United States have received their latest booster shot. This is, this, this is a figure from the beginning of November. All right. Mm. Uh, people just aren't getting out there and getting it. Yeah, I, you don't have you don't have any idea of uh, what your neighboring area is doing, right? Uh, do you interact uh, much with CVS or Rite Aid or? Uh, not that much, no, no. Yeah, but that's that's, that's a good idea to do that. 
find out what they're doing for the COVID. Uh, masks, uh, you know, only the only time I'm wearing a mask is when I'm in a medical facility, uh, either a hospital or a rehab, which I'm in quite a bit to, uh, to visit uh, my uncle and other other folks. Um, and uh, that's the only place I'm really wearing a mask. Uh, if somebody asks me to wear one, I'll, I'll put it on. But so masks are relaxed uh, quite, quite a bit. Um, now, I certainly, uh, I'm not anti-mask at all. I put it on, and if, uh, if, if people uh, request it, you know, I, I have no problem putting it on. Um, I don't know that we're going to get to a point where we're where, um, uh, actually going uh, full-blown masks once again, but you never know. It is getting cold here. Uh, you know, we had a day the other day where it was 24 degrees here on Long Island, and uh, upstate New York, uh, they had six feet of snow, six feet of snow. Uh, oh, really? In Buffalo, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you don't see anything like that. I'm sure if you get any snow, you get a little, uh, a little splattering of, of snow. But uh, it kind of makes you think what's going to happen when the winter um, really hits. Uh, that's, um, uh, you know, I guess uh, it's still a question. Uh, are we seeing these numbers rise because it is getting colder? Uh, is, do we have any idea of the geographic breakdown of where these are, are coming from? Um, do you expect these numbers to climb during the winter months? I would think so, yes. Uh, the um, CDC has a map which shows which, which, um, which states are more prevalent where COVID is. And they're, they're also mentioning that COVID and the influenza, the flu, their, their symptoms are quite similar. All right? So you don't know what you've had until you get a test. Yeah. Isn't that something? You know, and... So, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a little confusing when, when the, uh, uh, the two categories or the two uh, different... Uh, diseases, so to speak, the uh, the ailments are, are close in in symptoms. It's amazing that they can tell the difference with the with the COVID test, because the COVID, you know, people who have the flu um, will not test positive for for COVID, and, uh, and and you're only testing positive for COVID. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing if you think about it, because the the symptoms are, are, are similar in some cases. That's true. So anyway, they brought together a a group of agencies and labs and things like that into a group called Sphere, S P H E R E S. It's a public health emergency response surveillance, and they're they're, they're going to be working together around the country to get the um, oh effective therapy to reduce the effectiveness and possible demise of COVID-19. Uh, so hopefully that, that will work out a lot better. Wow. Are, are you hearing any talks of, of different types of, uh, of treatments? Uh, is there a pill on the horizon? Uh, you know, I, uh, I, so I, go ahead. Not, not yet. They've never even got a pill for the flu. Um, yeah. I just wonder if there's certain people that won't get vaccinated because they don't like needles. 
I know, but it's a one-time shot. I, I'm you with get, you 100%. You, so just once a year, normally, even though COVID has us running around with booster shots, and I guess that's about twice a year. Uh, and then they're running around trying to figure out when, when can I return to work if they don't know. Um, people have come in, in to talk about they got symptoms back and you have to sell them a test and see if it's negative or positive. Uh, and then the, then the uh, different different um, worker, workers, they don't want them to come back within seven days. They want them to wait 10 days, even though seven days is normally um, the norm. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I just uh, wonder where we're heading. I, I hope this is in some indication of that uh, that it's, it's gonna uh, do another backswing, and it's going to uh, increase the the people. And and actually, before I ask this, let me remind folks uh, that may just be tuning in a little late. Frank McKay here with Dr. Pamela Gums. Dr. Pam is our very special guest each and every week. Um, Dr. Pam. Are we? Uh, are, are, do we have any idea of the people that are dying from COVID? Uh, whether you know what percentage of them have been vaccinated? Okay, hi there. I don't know offhand. Um, that's something. That's I'm sure they know. To, um, you know, we'll we'll get that for people. You know, next time we talk about this. But that is uh, that is an interesting question. Uh, you know, what's the what's the population of uh, uh, of the folks that are dying from this? That's a great question. Yeah. Well, that being said, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I always uh, say, look, we're, we're, you know, we're out of the woods, but, uh, you know, we're not sure yet. I, I don't know that we're out of the woods yet. We're, we're certainly out of the deep, dark, ugliest part of the woods. Uh, the, uh, the question is, uh, you know, when is there an end in sight? Uh, it It's clear to me that we're going to need a vaccination, you know, once a year. It's going to be like a flu shot and uh, and maybe a booster, um, you know, throughout the uh, throughout the year. Uh, what is the latest that you're hearing uh, as far as that goes? Uh, does it look like a like a flu shot once a year, uh, but uh, a covid shot um, and, and one booster, two boosters? What are we looking at? Okay, well, right now, like I said, the latest booster shot they, that came out, they said it, it, it takes care of the latest variant, all right? So it's up to date. And they said as it, as it mutates, they, you might need more booster shots. So the flu shot is still once a year, um, but COVID would, might require two to three booster shots within a year. You recommend getting both, do you not? I do, uh-huh. Well, I listen you, to you. You get them both at the same time, one in each arm. <laughs> yeah. And I believe it's worth it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. With you, you say it. You know, you, you study this much closer than I do, that's for sure, and this is your expertise. And as, as we uh, end off here, um, we have Thanksgiving coming up in, in two days, and uh, and I'm, I'm sure you, along with me, would wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And, um, and I'll remind everyone that we've been talking to Dr. Pamela Gums, and our subject has been an update 
on COVID. Uh, any any thoughts on Thanksgiving? Well, I just hope people bring a mask with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> just in case. And I hope they get their shots. Yeah, me too. And we have 38 people coming, Dr. Pam. And, uh, 38? Yeah, 38 people. Wow. And then... Um, uh, you know, one uh, one individual, and I, I know there uh, many of them are listeners uh, to our show here, uh, but, you know, one of them uh, was concerned uh, about um, the others, whether the others would uh, were, were all tested or vaccinated and uh, decided uh, not to come to send send her best. Uh, but she's uh, we'll, we'll meet her on Saturday for a special um uh, a special Thanksgiving uh, uh, dinner, but uh, but because of the amount of people, uh, we uh, we've actually lost a couple of people. And by the way, my sister once again has COVID, so she won't be coming, and my uh, my stepmother won't be coming because of COVID. So the three people in essence out of the thirty eight. So it's down to thirty five now. So uh, Dr. Pam, happy Thanksgiving, and thank you very much. Okay, well, happy Thanksgiving to you also, and thanks. All right. And to all of you, we know you have uh, many choices uh, and many options. We thank you for listening in every, uh, each and every week. Frank McKay signing off. Our very special guest has been uh, part of a continuing series. Dr. Pamela Gums, Dr. Pam has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.